I should try and figure out where I am. Find a map somewhere. That means people. You're covered in dirt and blood. They'll shoot you on sight. You killed seven men. They definitely have your face everywhere. You're gonna have to find food anyway. And fuck hunting. It's been a week. What? Are you getting soft, Marlow? A week on the run and you're tired enough to risk it all. Not soft, just... Mute. Powerless. Weak. Weak. Quiet. This is nothing compared to the Crown's College. Or the Academy, even. Just another test. Another one of Coleman's fucked up games. It could be. He's dead. Are you sure? He's dead. But, no. Just pinch yourself, Marlow. Better safe than sorry. Ow! Damn it. At least you're sure now. For now, you're getting paranoid. You need sleep. Get down! What was that? A light in the sky. An angel. Is it looking for you? Stay down. Stay down. Don't move. Deep breath. Count to ten. Keep counting. Deep breath. Stay down. Just to be sure. Fuck. Deep breath. That was just an owl. Just an owl. Is it looking at you? The owls are huge here. Fuck. It can probably see you. Yeah. Look at those eyes. It's just wondering what you are. Okay. On the move. I need to find a way home. You need to find food. Food out the rest Are you lost, sister? What? What is this? Is that a woman? She's got feathers. How did she get up that tree? Was it the owl? The owl? Go! Wait. This tension. This feeling. The forest. The wind. They're listening. To who? All the sight of you, the wound and blisters. So lost and wounded, you'd run from your sisters. This power. Don't let your guard down, Marlow. It can't be faked. It can't. Who did this to you, my love? Who dared? Sister. Speak. Miles away from Joan, down the coast of Florida, a ghost of mist and lightning fell from the sky and crashed against the shore. And this time, I felt it. Oh, right. You were unconscious the first time she vaporized it. Never doing that shit again. Never. That bad? Oh, you don't know either. Every muscle in my body was, was just hurting. Like, I ran a marathon, and I felt heavy. So heavy. And nauseous it's it's awful tempest seemed just fine of course she quickly scouted our surroundings while we were recovering and then turned to us huh i was about to say i forgot to bring the bucket but look at that kept your guts in <laughs> mighty gods you are where are we fuck if i know you're the locals that was it Tempest took to the sky in a burst of mist, leaving behind a trail of thunder and all that. And we were... home. Well, some of us. Okay, we were, to different degrees, significantly closer to home. Overall. Florida. For real? Yeah. The dead remember. Okay, okay, well, um, let's, let's check how many days' worth of food we have first, and then we It might... doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you mean? Whatever we have, we'll soon get more. 
more than we'll ever need. Do I have to ask follow-up questions? Like, do I need to have that conversation every time about you being cryptic for no goddamn good reason? We'll go from town to town all across the country. Villages in Metropolis will kill the priests and protect the ones they hunt. We'll break open prisons. We'll summon old friends. We'll start a war. A little one. And with all that power, we'll awake the Earth. Who are you talking about? Think of it like a demon. A primal god. The land itself, possessed by wrath. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> That's a terrible fucking idea, right? Yes, it could destroy the world. Unless we find a host for it. <laughs> wait, wait. That's the plan. Less than 500 years ago, when the witch hunt started across Europe, this is how they ended it. They enraged the elements into something greater, then forged the crown out of it. And how... Where are we going to even start? How are we going to find a host? There might not be anybody up to the fucking task. What a lack of faith, little bird. Shut up! Shut up! No, 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 no. Crusaders have been around for centuries. Even if what you say is true, then either our presence won't matter or... Someone's been quelling the land already. Then we just have to find them. Why? Let them come to us. Many have potential, but how do we find out who's best? Give them a challenge. Witches use the arenas, we'll use war. We are three against an army. Did you not listen? The three of us were among the weakest, the ones who had no other choice but escape, and even we are still here. What about the ones that never left? The free tribes, the daughters of Salem, the old demons, wendigos and skinwalkers, talking rivers and deadly forests. We are thousands. That's really nice, but how do we do that? One town at a time. I'll show you. Next thing I know, we were hitchhiking. We walked, probably less than an hour, found a road, and waited for a car. As soon as we saw headlights in the horizon, I put my hood up and took flight, my wings shining like a beacon. The car stopped right in front of me, and I hovered to the driver's window. Honestly, I can't remember his face. It could have been anyone. White, middle-aged, Steve, James, Chris, I don't know. He seemed pretty nervous, though. Lord Angel, what... To what do I owe the honor? How far is the nearest town? We're about a hundred miles from St. Veronica. Great. You will take us there. What? I... But you, you can... Wouldn't it be faster for... And then he screamed, because Samdi had approached on the passenger side and ripped the door off by accident. Oh, yo, I didn't know it was locked. The church will pay for it, my good lamb. Don't worry. The old man loves cars. And then shit went south. Steve or James or Chris reached inside his jacket. Lying devil. An angel would never travel with... And then, there was a hole in his neck. 
and the tips of my wings were red. What do you think he was about to say? I don't think they've come up with any new slurs, so... So, did they solve that racism thing while we were gone? Did you find out? No, but that guy's dead, so we're getting there. You're <laughs> saying we should have just killed a stranger without checking first? Oh, you checked him. You checked him for sure. I opened the door and saw Samdi push his body off into the street. Elio went to kneel by the corpse and did one of the most, I don't know, disturbing things I've seen in my life. He, he put a hand over the wound and the bleeding just stopped, which was, was great until the man's body started to shrivel. It dried out in a few seconds, mummified on the spot. His blood traveled on Elio's skin, following the trail of veins on his arms, and then slipped under his sleeves to fill the empty pouches he had taped inside his jacket. Once Elio was done with the body, Samdi glanced at the driver's seat. You missed the spot. I don't want it. Why not? Dignity. I don't want a seat on it. Then don't. And who's going to drive? I can. No, your little toy can. But he's not quite there, is he? What are you talking about? See, now you're going to make the kid cry. Can you just get the blood? You've sat on worse, Baron. You'll be just fine. It has no downsides. You get more juice. I get dry pants. I have many things, Baron, but not a car cleaner. I am not your fucking chauffeur. Hey! What? The wheels! What the fuck is you wrong with you? Keep arguing, and I'll do it to the next car, too. Matter of fact, you say something, I do the next car, too. I don't care. I have wings. I'm good. Are we clear? Thank you. It worked. About half an hour later, another car drove by. We went through the whole theater of it again. Angel wings. Somebody walks in. The guy pulls up a gun. I kill him. The deja vu part of it was kind of weird. It sounds so lonely from your perspective. It was. And it got worse. We drove for maybe an hour to St. Veronica's. A small town on the coast. I'd never stopped in a proper town. Um, you know, when I when I first flew over the Americas, only gas stations and stuff like that, I, I didn't want to take the risk. I thought they'd be cold, sharp, humble, like a like a garrison. But no. St. Veronica's was I mean, I don't want to say lovely, but it looked pretty. Colonial Spanish architecture, nice piers, you know, like a, a great view of the ocean and, and just people everywhere. You know what it was like? It, it, it was like that day when we got to Bristol. Where was the war? The haunted faces, the, the worn-out clothing, the rationing cues, none of it. The only signs of it were the few armed crusaders we saw patrolling the street, and even them, they, they were, like, chatting with people, taking pictures with kids just on the street. Yeah, we hate to see it. We kept driving, trying not to draw attention. We were looking for the sanctum, I believe. Oh yeah, let's mark the difference there. Most cities in the Holy States will have a church and a sanctum. A church is a church. And a sanctum is the equivalent of a witch's ward or police station. It's the local crusader's HQ. And that was the plan. 
find the sanctum, wait for the night shift, get in, kill whoever's inside, and find a map. Or any information we could exploit to, well, create as much chaos as possible on a continental scale. Yeah, how did that go down? Suffice to say, we never got to the sanctum. We were three gods in a Prius, and as it turns out, most crusaders can sense the presence of other deities. It started with some insisting looks as we stopped at a red light. Then a few heads turned around as we drove by, their hands instinctively reaching for their rifles, and eventually... (gasps) Ah, fuck. Yeah, take the exit. What's going on? What followed was one of the scariest moments in my life so far, so... I'm going to put a little distance on it and uh, keep it to the essentials. Semity slammed the accelerator and nearly hit pretty much everything in our way. Cars, buses, pedestrians, incoming crusaders, trucks shooting at us. And still, despite this whole fiesta, he managed to get us to the highway. As car crashes are one of my weaknesses, let's say, and, you know, having no certainty that Elio's shield would be strong enough to protect us from a collision, it is no surprise that I remember almost nothing of this car chase. Once we got to the highway, Katrina grabbed onto the steering wheel, Samadhi winked, and then sent his spear through the window. blade cut through a windshield, a man in a car seat sent the crusader's truck into traffic. That was enough of a disaster to block the highway behind us and let us escape. So much for subtlety. Well, don't thank me too much. We might have to readjust some parts of the plan. I thought that was the plan. I was hoping we'd do it again. We could use a better engine, but... No. We're gonna readjust the plan. We're gonna readjust a lot. I'm gonna fucking kill him! I'm gonna fucking kill him! Do you have any idea how mental that was? My bones aren't made of fucking concrete, and I don't have a little magic shield that this seatbelt- This could've killed me! I have an idea. The last one fucking sucked. So maybe give it a minute. Small criminals are usually processed locally, but the interesting ones are all being sent away. If we can find the nearest penitentiary, we got ourselves an army. And where would that be? The kid can look it up on his phone. We are not barging into a federal prison after what just happened. Who said anything about barging in? We'll scout the location first. We're not animals. Do you have a better idea? Or any idea? We could try and contact the path. The path is civilians and refugees, no soldiers. closest penitentiary is called D-99. That's not a direction, though. Put it in the GPS. Don't be ridiculous. Just give me that. Surely that's not gonna work. Nine. Nine. Destination, Daniel Nine, colon, Nine, Federal Prison. In six miles, join the I-95 North towards Jacksonville. All right. I think you need to be in the left lane for that. Why shut up? Get on the left lane. I'm not kidding. Do you know what Daniel 99 is? Just get on the left lane, you fuck's sake. And what? What does it stand for? 
It's a Bible verse. The Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. <laughs> what a dick. Amen. Who did this to you? They cut off our tongue. Never mind. Our time is short. If we felt your magic, so have others. The gunman will be coming for you. There's a place we can take you. You'll be safe. Come with us, sister. We'll get your voice back. We ended up changing car after like an hour. It was much more difficult without Basim. We drove for a couple more hours and reached the penitentiary in the middle of the night. We drove past it, actually, parked a good distance from it, turned off the engine, and Samdi asked. So how do we get in? The prison? We don't. We want the water tower, and that the kid can figure out. Ilio reached under his shirt and took out Tempest Kalazar from around his neck. You cut the crystal in two, gave half of it to Samdi. Oh! That's some old-school shit. You're going to poison the water? You are. Elio broke the Kalzar in two and handed half of it to the Baron. Somebody crushed it in between his hands once, twice, and again a couple of times until it had turned into a rough powder. He had then poured it all into a plastic bottle, handed it to me. You shouldn't have any issue cutting your way in. Just throw the powder and come back. Make sure nobody sees you. Why are we poisoning these people? I thought you wanted to free them. We are. Even if we blow up the walls of this place and kill every guard, these people will get caught again. If they were strong enough, they wouldn't be here. But this will give them the edge they need. And then what? I ruled an empire for hundreds of years, young god. How long will you keep questioning my plans? Do you want to keep living in fear for the rest of your days? Always on the road? Always hunted like a dog? I sure fucking don't. If you want peace on your terms, you need to win it first. And this is how you win. Damn. Why do we need an opening statement to get him to do anything? People used to do shit for me just because I said so. Joan, right? I spelled my name in the air for you. I'm not doing it again. Just nod, Marley. Maybe she's not sure how to say it. Just nod. Who cares? There are things you need to know. We are few in these lands, and less every year. All because of the gunman. A brother, once. Yes. The gunman speaks to the wind and the forest, like we do. Just say he's a witch. Good grief. A witch, corrupted by the holy emperor. Ordered to track and kill his own kind. And he has a weapon. Oh, is it a gun? The first six round ever made. A pistol haunted by the misery it brought forth. What it fires will pierce anything. The young witch is walking behind you, the older one ahead. Are they protecting you or cutting you off? Stay alert. No charm, no armor, and even most spells won't protect you from it. With this, the gunman knows he needs no rhymes against us. So he does what no other witch would. He moves with a spell of silence. It comes like a wave, a bubble, sometimes miles wide, where no sound can be heard, no spell can be cast. This is why we are not taking you to the nearest coven. 
The risk of leading him directly there is too great. The young one slowed down. Why? Why would they act now? Why would she slow down? We're taking you to a friend. A healer. We think he could help you. But we cannot let you see where he lives. Not yet. What? You're being cut off. You're being cut off. Marlo, behind you. Cece. Valerian roots in the soil so deep, so deep digging, sinking, like my, like my voice, voice in your ears, pulling you to sleep. No, no. A spell. Stay awake, Marlo. Persist. A dawn which is faster, stronger, and simply better. But a dawn which you are no longer. Katrina had been right. Getting inside the water tank didn't cause any issue. I slashed from the top and slipped inside the reservoir. Then I opened the bottle they had given me and threw the powder in. The whole thing took less than, I don't know, maybe five minutes. I came back without a word and landed on the roof of the car. Oh. It's just the kid, relax. How the fuck did he sneak up on us? He's got neon wings stuck in the back. I jumped off and leaned against Elio's window. You, compared to Samdi, seemed all cool and unfazed, but I could see the red in your eyes, slowly fading. Your shield had almost surged. Well? How long is this going to take? We'll be able to walk in by morning. In the meantime, these bodies need sleep. Get as much rest as you can. And that was exactly what we did. Once the adrenaline came down, I collapsed into the back seat and slept till dawn. No one woke me. Not the entire night. It was the smoke that did. By the time I opened my eyes, Elio and Samdi were gone, and the entire penitentiary was on fire. Mr. Marlowe? Mr. Marlowe, we have to talk about your daughter. Right, yeah. Uh, can I offer you anything? We won't be long. We've completed our assessment. We can confirm your daughter is a witch. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. However, her capacities far outclass other children her age. We believe it might be signs of King's magic. Your daughter is a candidate for the crown, Mr. Marlowe. Oh. Sweetie. Sweetie, wake up. What? Dad, what are you doing? We have to go, Journey. The men that came here today, they want to take you away. I don't, don't know where. We have to go before they come back. We are staying on top of the breaking news. An alert has been issued for a missing pretender to the Crown. A 13-year-old Joan Marlowe was last seen Friday around 9pm. Listen, Journey. They're going to find us, okay? What did you steal? What? You said you'd stop. You promised. You promised me. What did you do? It's not me they want, Journey. Listen... You're a smart girl, smarter than me, apparently. You're... These people, I don't know where they'll take you, what they'll do, but they think you could be queen. Not just a witch. Queen. And they're going to take care of you. Train you. They're going to tell you you're special. You know what you are. You're so Dad, special. they can't take me. You're, you're, I'm, I'm a minor. They it's a crown zone. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just wanted a little more time with you. I just wanted to talk to you. 
whatever happens, whatever they tell you, there's one thing in this world that will always be true. You can always come home. Whatever they say, whatever rules they invent to keep you there, it's all lies. You can always come home. Wherever you are, whatever you've done, doesn't matter. Do you understand? You won't forget, you promise. Joan? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up! <sighs> what is this place? Whose bed is this? It's morning. You slept all night. It looks like an attic. Wooden beam, some roof window. Find a weapon. They changed my clothes. Get up. Get I can't. My body's not responding. I'm still asleep. The spell is barely wearing off. Someone's coming. Keep your eyes closed. Your breathing was much deeper earlier. She knows. Open your eyes. Be ready. Find a weapon. Find a weapon. A witch's breathing. But only when you sleep. I've never seen anything like it. How was your rest? Not even an apology, huh? Look at her smiling, like she knows what you're thinking. It wasn't for secrecy's sake, just convenience. We thought it would be easier than to drag you screaming and kicking all the way here, because here is a church. A church, a church. They're selling you out, you've been played. <laughs> Look at you, all bug-eyed. Bet you'd have jumped at my throat if you could. He's taking care of your wounds, but says he couldn't restore your voice. You're not letting him. What? Your body is fighting back any attempts of alteration, so we've had to do it the old ways. Ointments and bandages. But there's another reason we brought you to Father Christopher. Yes, come on in. It must be him, the priest. Middle-aged man, white, beer belly, weak liver. He's got a food tray, eggs and bread, and a knife. A knife. You need that knife. Good morning. I see we're awake. He put the tray down. Wait. What is he doing with his hands? It's a pleasure to meet you, Joan. I'm Father Christopher. He's signing. It's sign language. Like the circus boy. We thought you'd like someone to talk to. I can tell you what happened that night, once you fell asleep. Both Katrina and Samedi turned quiet for a while. Unusually quiet. They were listening. To forces we barely understand, to the winds of now and before, trying to decipher the messages of its wordless tongue. And the wind spoke of how many lips it had brushed, of how strong were the walls it rolled on, and of who and what asked him to change course. About a fine red sand someone had coughed earlier, like fireflies in the air for those with the right eyes. Katrina and Samedi looked at each other and left the car at once. They walked towards the D99 like two good friends on an evening walk, but every step forward became a little prouder, louder against the ground, echoing the wild heartbeat in their chest. It was a march, it was war drums, it was victory already. The calzadas had spread everywhere, they could see it, hear it, almost taste it. A red calavera flowered across my face while the Baron's spear started shivering in his hand. As they approached the gates from the main road, a spotlight fell on them from one of the watchtowers. Show me, sister. Show me what you kept all the blood for. And the world turned red. The blood shield wrapped around his body. 
its veins of power growing to the size of my arms, branching and multiplying, gathering power until the air itself tasted like iron. And then it bloomed. Shattering the penitentiary doors. <laughs> Three guards died in the explosion. Then from under the rubbles, their bodies moved again. Their limbs cracked back into place, a purple glow spread through their veins, sparked in their eyes and even their lips, as the dead men clawed their way to the surface. <laughs> Stay, my friends. Stay with us a little longer. The party has just begun. We need to take down these watchtowers. Go feed your demon, sister. My friends will take care of this. Spare a few, Baron. The words need to spread. They got phones now, sister. Oh, right. The word is out already. Fine. Adelante. The dead soldiers snapped into action, firing back at the watchtowers, providing cover for Samdi as he launched into battles. Each enemy they took out became a new pawn friend. <laughs> Hey, hey, you! Get us out of here! What's that? Let's see. De tin marin te do pingue. Cucara macara titere fue. Wait, I've heard you say that before. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. It's, it's the equivalent, yeah. You, come. Who are you? Exactly my question. Who are you? The voices in your head? The new weight on your chest? Are you the cold in your veins? That shiver you just felt as I touched your skin? Are you starving? Yes. Closer. Burning blood, frozen skin, claws and fangs, red and sharp. <laughs> Vengate desperado. Go. I slept through all of that, but once shit really went down, I opened my eyes. There was no mistaking that pillar of smoke in the sky. I left the car and flew towards the prison. It was, um, how do I describe the apocalypse? My brain couldn't process it. I had seen the facilities just six hours ago. The high walls, the watchtowers, all... Quiet, perfectly kept and organized, and and now the outer walls look like they've been gunned down by artillery, the watchtowers burning. Everywhere, the bodies of crusaders and stone demons littered the ground. In the center of it all, standing on the body of a red creature twice her size, I found Talia, Samdi. Samdi. 
a stolen cigarette between his lips. I landed right next to him, pulling my shirt to my nose to protect myself from the smells of war. How did you sleep, princess? Where is he? He? I don't know. Katrina, however. I saw her looking for a water cooler. Oh. Great. Great. She's keeping hydrated. Great! What do you nah, do? Nah, nah. You got it all wrong. She just wants one of the big bottles. The 10 liter thing. Gonna fill it with blood, strap it to her back or some shit. Oh, look who's kicking. It wasn't just an earthquake. Rolled in like a heat wave, filled the air with a tension so thick it froze me on the spot. It felt like standing over a gas leak, a sudden movement, a spark, and everything would go up in flames. It was rage, and it latched onto me. Glowed to my heart, my lungs, sent adrenaline through my veins, and a cold wave down my skin. It wasn't a new feeling, far from it. It echoed the day my mother died. The night my father chased me away, the massacre of Doshima, the crusaders after Asher. Every fucking smile a samity. I looked up at him, that arrogant bastard, holding my friend prisoner. And he... He fell to his knees. He fell. Hands to his temples, gritting his teeth and and cowering from the pain. Talia? Shit! Shit! What, what is happening? What do you need? I have to go. Have to go. Keys. Give me the keys. The what? The keys! You grabbed me by the collar and reached inside my pockets, took out the car keys, and almost tore my clothes apart. Then you just... Mm -hmm. You just threw me to the side, took off running. It was... It was kind of terrifying. Not... Not... Not kind of. It... You could have snapped me in half. I... I could have died. You left me there. Wondering what the fuck just happened. Feeling like my heart was going to burst through my ribs. And I... Eventually I heard footsteps behind me. And I saw Elio coming back. Katrina coming back. I should say, with a whole water cooler strapped to her back. Well, I didn't think the Baron would do it, but... Look at that. Perfect body pile. She... She came back. Talia, she took the car. I, I, I don't know where she went. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll figure something out. Move aside. Don't touch me! You hear me? You don't fucking touch me! Okay, I don't care. I just need those dead bodies. We have to go after her! Mm-hmm. You stop listening. Eyes closed. You were whispering between your lips. The temperature dropped. The wind swirled. The ground shivered. My mouth tasted like iron. Blood poured from the bottle on your back, drenching the soil. Slithering towards the pile of a dozen bodies erected by Samadhi. A spell. A spell in a tongue I, I couldn't understand. 
a birth or a summoning, who's to say? All I knew is that it was wrong. As vile as that rage from earlier. But what Katrina was doing, she wanted it. Something inside the body pile cracked. It was the most awful sound I've ever heard. Flesh and bones crushed by faith. Blood melting from within to be reshaped, molded into something else. This young god is what demons looked like in the old world. A spawn of the ancient frog with a thousand jaws and bloody tongues. It took shape right in front of my eyes. The human flesh turned green and it it formed this gigantic limb. And then six. A set of jaws on each side of its joints, shoulders, knees, just everywhere. It, it, it It was like an alligator and frog and it it was it was wrong show them what it took to tame this land before they came and stole it the demon hissed and opened its eyes for the first time blinded by the sun it recoiled towards the ground laid its eyes on me my wings were out before i even realized each blade slightly angled towards the demon ready It won't go for you, young god. You're not worth the risk. Barely any flesh and too many spikes. The frog let out something like a hiss. Not a... not a roar, just a... just vibrations through the air, which was so much worse. Really, and... and then its tongue snapped like lightning towards me. I guess it's starving. The frog stomped the ground in indignation, then rushed out. It ran through the court in a few seconds, then jumped out of sight over one of the collapsing walls. It's a start. This is the plan. You said we would free these people, not... It's a fucking demon! It's going after anyone. It's going to kill innocents. What? There are no innocents in these lands. You bore me, young god. Go search for the other fool if you wish. I have an empire. The blood shield came after me. But that thing isn't faster than I am. Never was and never will be. I dug my wings into the ground and threw myself backwards with enough momentum to land feet first against the prison wall, perpendicular to the ground. As quickly as it appeared, the shield was gone, dissipating to save on blood. I pushed against the wall and lunged forward, slowed down at the last minute before impact, and again. You can kill your friend, but you won't kill me. And whether it's in this body or the next, you better hope I never find you again. I'm going after that demon. And then I'll come back for you. And if my friend hasn't returned, I'll hunt you down in this body or the next. I'll be waiting. 
Samar would be ashamed, Ilio. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Desperado. This week we welcome Felix Trench as Edward Marlowe, Ray O'Hare as Father Christopher, and we'd like to thank Samuel Humphrey for the extra voice work this episode. Joan is played by Emma Blackley-Peach, Nessa by Georgia McKenzie, Cece by Mei Konishi, Elio is played by Sami Suisi, Talia by Tami Ige, Shinji by Tibet Boya, Asher by Patrick Hutchinson, Samdi by AJ Bediako, La Catrina by Carolina Hoyos, Tempest by Sophia Ingar, and Caleb by Reese Downing. And a huge thank you to Brad Colbrook for dialogue editing this episode. We would not have been able to make this show without them. If you'd like to know more about Desperado, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Desperado underscore radio, on Tumblr at Desperado Podcast, or on the Hug House website, where you can also find all our transcripts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.